Welcome to Making Great Men Podcast. This is your host, Papa G. Welcome to the next episode of Making Great Men Podcast, a great podcast made great by its listeners. Thank you all for your feedback. Thank you all for your comments. Uh, much appreciated on the previous episodes. Now, you would know that there's been a number of weeks since the last episode, just doing life, doing family, and uh, you know that comes first, so doing that. And uh, so I'm happy and glad that you have been asking, when is the next episode coming out? Here it is, and from the title, you'll know exactly what it's about. It's called... Dating like a masculine man. Learn how to date like a masculine man. And I've decided to do this episode because I keep getting asked this over and over and over by many young men. But what's even funnier is I'm being asked by many older men as well on how to date their wives. And uh, so I'm going to help do this today, uh, help the young ones and help the older ones with um, date like a masculine man. And I say masculine man for a couple of reasons. So let's delve straight into that. Why a masculine man? Uh, a masculine man. I say that because when I mean that, I mean it's someone who, a man who prepares, who's thoughtful, and it's mixed in with chivalry and kindness and strength. And of course, I also mean having a little bit of riz. For the older guys, riz means charisma. It's the latest word that the young people use. It's charisma, short for it's short for charisma, uh, and you all know what charisma means. So uh, we, well, I want you to have some riz after this, but dating like a masculine man is important because unfortunately right now, gentlemen, we have this thing out there in this day and age with these young people where they do the weirdest things when they take when they ask a girl out on a date. It's weird. It's awkward. Uh, it's always been weird and awkward for men, but for some reason, it's now become lazy. There's almost like no preparation. It's just expected. I chuck a tantrum if she says no. They don't put any effort into it. And you know what? I did some research for this episode. I asked a whole stack of guys and a whole stack of girls uh, some questions, and it was very, very interesting to see that even young girls of this day and age still want the same things from men that women who were in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s expected and expect from their partners back then and even now. So what I'm speaking about transcends time. You can't say to me, oh, gee, you know, Papa G, you know, you're in your 40s, and, and this was done maybe 30 years ago. No, nah, mate. No, nah, my friend. No, my friend, this is relevant now, okay? So I want you to strap yourself in, get a notebook, get ready to take on this new challenge of dating like a masculine man. You ready for this? I hope you are. Okay, here we go. I'll just turn the music back on because I, uh, I wanted some impact here. Gentlemen, I want you to be ready. Psych yourself up. Grab your $2,000 phone, iPhone. <laughs> Take some notes, because that's going to be a part of the deal too. Here we go. Let's stop this music. Let's get serious. All right. Gentlemen, when it comes to asking a girl out on a date, obviously you need to understand that this is about her. This is not about you. As a man, our job is to lead. Our job is to lead. Yes. Listen, if this is the first episode that you're listening of Making Great Men, I suggest that at some point, if this becomes too much for you, stop it here, go back and listen to episodes one, two, and three, which talk about kindness, chivalry, and strength, and what, the, what it means as the key ingredients to be a masculine man. Uh, you can listen to some of the other episodes, because most of the other episodes are standalone episodes, but those three are the first three to help you start to implement some things to be a masculine man, because they're going to be relevant for today. So, 
you realize that asking a girl out on a date is about you showing her who you really are. This is not about her proving herself to you yet, okay? This is about you showing her who you really are. And that starts now. It starts at this stage, not later. Everything you do at this stage will show her who you really are, from the smallest thing to the biggest thing. I know there's a girls listening to this right now. Women are going to be listening to this and saying, yes, amen, mm-hmm, 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 preach it, brother, um, <laughs> if you're that way inclined. <laughs> uh, so here's what I'm going to make some suggestions on how you do this. Instead of just sliding into a DM and trying to be all, uh, all snazzy and all cool, why don't you immediately make your intentions known? Mm. Immediately. Text her, go up to her, send her a message and say, hey, I think you're cool. Use the words that you would use and let her know that I would love to be able to take you out on a coffee or a drink uh, and get to know you a little more. Start there. If she says no, then as a man, take the responsibility and say, not a problem. Thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a great week. Move on. Don't say anything negative about her. Don't be horrible. Don't speak Don't speak badly about her to your friends. Oh, you know what? She rejected me. And then you start using all your words. No, no. Take it like a man, like a masculine man. We are built to have big shoulders to carry rejection. If a woman is built to have a child, trust me, you don't want to do that, men. You're built to carry the rejection. So if she does, then you take it like a man. You say, okay, and you be respectful, you honor her, and you walk away. That's a very, very important thing because that talks more about you than it does about her. But if she says, yes, I would like to do that, then the first thing to do is to organize a coffee or a drink somewhere, preferably in a place that is safe, open, public. She feels like she can come and go as she needs to. She's not trapped anywhere. You need to, she doesn't know who you are generally. Let's say she knows you a little bit then um, or, or nothing at all. And she said yes to, uh, to going out with you. Make her feel safe. Let her know that, uh, that when I meet you there or if she's happy for you to pick her up, you can offer that as well. Um, but if she's happy to meet you there, which is most likely what will happen these days, especially on this first sort of encounter uh, date, then go there, meet with her, and I'll, and I'll talk through what, what you have to do there. Meet with her, get to know her, make her feel safe, let her know that if, if anything gets uncomfortable, she's able to, uh, to get up and leave um, or just to let you know you'll sort it out. And so that's all important part of making sure that she feels safe. This is part of the strength that you bring as a man and you're leading, you're leading this encounter by letting her know that you're here for her. That's really important what you do. Uh, and understand that when you go for this coffee, uh, and then when you go on a, a proper real big date, then in both instances, in all instances, be early. If you're meeting her somewhere, be early. Uh, and I'm going to talk about that in a moment. But during this encounter, what I suggest is you do this. In this conversation, uh, ask, talk to her about cuisines and what she likes and what her interests and what her hobbies are. Ask lots of questions to get to know who she is. Uh, remember these. Follow-up questions. Remember what she's saying because a big tip I'm about to give you, gentlemen, very, very big tip. All of you have got these hundreds of dollars and thousands of dollar phones in your hands or in your pockets. Uh, pull out your phone, open up the notes app and start writing notes. I'm not saying in front of her, of course. Have some riz, remember? Remember what she likes. Remember what she likes. 
and write down as much as you can rem- remember at the end of the night. In specifically, where she likes to have dinner, what sort of cuisine she likes, uh, what time of day she likes to do that um, dinner, uh, is there a particular favorite place of hers, what her interests and hobbies are, uh, what's been happening in her life, um, anything you can find out in a normal, non-creepy way where you are literally just interested in who she is as a person, uh, which is important to do and that's what you're there for, write that down. Now, some of you, uh, probably a lot of you don't know that I actually am dating someone and that's the first time in nearly 30 years that I can say that. <laughs> and so it's a bit of a, uh, bit of a, a, a uh, you know, different ground, a different season of my life that I'm doing. But in leading up to this, I actually had to go through this. I'm not talking about this from the 19, uh, from, you know, 1990s. I'm talking about now, understanding that this is relevant now. Um, but what I did was when I first met um, my beautiful lady is as I got talking to her over the phone and getting to know her, I started to write things down in a note on my iPhone. Um, and this note is still there and it's being built every single week that I talk to her, that we meet up, that we chat, I get to know more about her. For instance, on this note, I've, I know what her favorite flowers are, what her favorite drinks are, both cocktail, um, coffees, wine, what her favorite fruits are, what her favorite snacks and foods are, and those things that might, might I might not remember. I've got a link for where you can buy them from, uh, all the different types of snacks, what she loves from different types of fast food places, <laughs> uh, her favorite types of clothing, where her favorite places that she has never been to that she wants to go to, um, what type of uh, movies she likes to watch, what she loves to do on a Saturday morning, or what, what she loves to do, what would be a favorite morning? morning of hers. I remember asking her that question, what would be a favorite morning of yours? And she listed it down. So I wrote it down. One day, I know in the future, I'm going to make that happen. She's probably going to hear this, (laughs) but I'm going to give you this tip. Um, Nonetheless, uh, I know what her love languages are. I know um, what her, uh, you know, the types of foods that she makes that she wants one day to for me to try. I know her. I know some books that she loves to read. I know what her strengths are. I know the types of clothes she likes. I really there's some important dates that I wrote down that are important to her. I know what her favorite poem is. Um, so on and so on. The list goes on and on and on. Now I've written that down not because I'm trying to be. Um, uh, anything other than someone who cares about who she is. I want her to know that I love her, that I care about her, and her details of her life matter to me. And so so when I do these things, she knows I remembered them. Um, and, and I only write them down so I can remember them, but I, I can list most of those things off by heart now because I've had many, many months of being able to enact all of these. I could tell you what her drinks are, what her coffee is, all that sort of thing. Off by heart now. So this is all important for you to understand. Take notes. And there's a reason why I say take notes. Now, of course, I'm not saying take notes to be weird. I'm saying take notes because it will show her that you care about her when it comes time to do the next step. For instance, you've gone out on a coffee date. You've gone out on a drink date. You've learned more about her. She's felt comfortable with you. Um, you then say, look, would you mind if, um, would you like to go out to dinner? I'd love to get to know you more. I'd love to take you out to dinner or to lunch or to breakfast, whatever she's comfortable with, but somewhere where you're having a meal together. Uh, and if she says yes, you say, okay, well, let's work out a time. Um, let me know when you're free and I'll look after the rest. 
she'll probably say, what do you mean you look after the rest? Well, I'll book a place. Um, I know what it is you like now. And so I'll book a place, I'll book a time and, um, and we'll go from there. Then what you do is you then you then let her know you know a little bit later once you've booked it you say hey uh, how about uh, how about we do Thursday or Friday night seven o'clock uh, I'm happy to come pick you up if you're comfortable for me to do that or I can meet you there or we can meet at a bar or somewhere or a coffee at a cafe close by grab a coffee and then go to this lunch place or go to this dinner place from the bar as a walking distance. Um, that's just a suggestion for you. Um, or you can meet at the dinner or lunch place or you can swing by and, be, and pick her up. So let me just let me some uh, make some suggestions here. When you are booking a dinner place, of course, you want if it's a surprise, then I would suggest you let her know what you're going to be wearing or what the clothing uh, what the attire appropriate is, appropriate attire for the venue is, because that's important. Trust me, guys, girls are going to be stressing about this, uh, knowing what to wear at this place. So you'd want to say to her, look, this is a smart, casual place, or this is a fine dining place. Um, you know, uh, I don't want to hear any of you say, this is a burger place. Okay. <laughs> so, um, you, you know, I'm, I'm joking about that. You pick a place and then you let her know. If you want it to be a surprise and you don't want to tell her what it is, then give her the type of attire that will be appropriate. Or if you if you're okay for her to know the place, send her the link of the of the place so she can look at the menu, look at the place. She can decide what's going to wear. Maybe let her know what you're going to wear. Um, these are all important parts to to let her know that you care about how she's going to feel and you care about how this night's going to go. Uh, and so you're letting her know and and trying to reduce as much of the stress that would be involved in a night like this as much as possible. Okay, so so let her know those things. Now, gentlemen, here's a tip for you. You've already asked a lot of questions. You've taken a lot of, well, not a lot, but you've asked the basic questions and you're going to get to know her more at this dinner. Let's just assume it's a dinner. You've taken notes. Now, you want to be able to use those notes in order to sort out the night. Maybe you've asked her, she's mentioned what her favorite flowers are. Maybe she's mentioned something that's happening throughout the week that you've taken note of. All of this stuff is going to be used in a productive way to show her you care when you get onto the date. Now, what I would do, gentlemen, in preparation <clears throat> is I would uh, just Google 200 questions to get to know someone, questions to get to know someone. Go to one of the sites that's got like uh, um, uh, 200 of them, 100 of them, and pick 30 or 40 of these questions that you believe that you feel are lighthearted and fun and have them copied down on your notes somewhere. Start another note in your phone, put them down on the notes because I'm going to get you to use those throughout the night. And you're going to think, well, hang on a moment. Why would I use those? Bear with me. Let's keep going. Now, once you've picked the night, uh, if you were going to pick her up, then I suggest being, if you tell her, well, the dinner's at 7, so I'll come pick you up at, at let's say, 6.30 or 6.45. You get there a few minutes early. Check the traffic. You've all got maps. Gone are the days we have to try to predict what it's going to be on the road. Even then, even then, we were early back then, okay? So, um uh, check the maps. If it's going to be 15 minutes to her house, you leave 20 minutes before and you get there five minutes early and go knock on the door. Do not beep. Do not text. She's not an animal. She's a human being and a precious one at that. Go up to the door, knock on the door. Uh, when she comes to the door, obviously you compliment her. Uh, you escort her. You open the car door. I don't care if you have an automatic opening door. Open the car door for her and then close the door when she gets in the car. 
then walk around and then get into your side of the car, obviously. Uh, so very important, gentlemen. This is where the chivalry comes in, in in a big way. Now, if you are going to meet her at the venue and that's what she's wanted to do, she's comfortable to do that, then here are a few suggestions for you, gentlemen. Get off your phone unless she texts you, okay? Number one. Number two, sit in a seat that is facing the door. Sit in a seat facing the door. And if you're off your phone and you're facing the door, then you will see when she comes in, you are 10, again, 10 to 15 minutes early. If you agree to meet there at 7, you're there at 6.45, maybe even 6.40, you know, 6.45, get there. Sit down at the table, face the door so that when she gets to the venue, you can you she you can look at her, you stand up and you walk over to her and greet her. Don't wait till she comes to the table. Once again, lead the relationship, lead this friendship, lead the night. You're the one who's there to protect. You're the one who's there to you're the one who's invited her out on the date. So she is your guest. This is not just a venue. Don't be lazy, gentlemen. This is what it means to be a masculine man. This is the chivalry side. Stand up, walk over to her and escort her to the table, say hi, compliment her, let her know how good she looks. But of course, when you do that, don't be a creep about it and don't over compliment, gentlemen, okay? Uh, women like the fact that you notice something lovely about them, but then just don't go back again and again and again on this first date, first real date that you're on. Uh, just compliment her, tell her she looks lovely, uh, but don't, don't be a creep, just be, just be kind, okay? And be thoughtful about that. Now, as you escort her to the table, you're in a perfect position then to be able to pull out the chair. Hmm, look at that. Pull out the chair, and then when she comes to sit down, push the chair back under her. Don't just pull out the chair and run around to your side. Push the chair back under her. Chivalry again. Uh, when you sit down, ask her about a day. How is it all going? Uh, what's happened throughout the day? Uh, if you remember something from the coffee date that you were on, uh, bring that up. Ask her how it went. How was the soccer game? How's your sister? I know your dad was doing something here. How, how did that go? Uh, number one, it shows that you remembered something about her because number two, it shows that you care. And number three, it shows that you're not just full of yourself and all you can do is talk about yourself. Okay, gentlemen, the objective here is not for you to talk about yourself unless she asks questions and then you keep them short, sharp and brief you can go into some detail if she wants to know more but that's don't spend 25 minutes talking about your one little hobby okay just be very very careful of that be very mindful of that um, now when it comes time ask her you, you're looking at the at the drinks menu you can ask her what she'd like to drink and she might say i'd love a particular type of wine or a particular type of um, uh, alcohol that she'd like to drink or a non-alcoholic drink whatever it may be then what i suggest you do is when the waiter comes up and you can say look we'd love to order the lady would love x and i would love y and then he can go away now if she wants to order herself I can guarantee you, gentlemen, she will let you know, hey, look, it's okay, I can order myself, it's all good. But I also can guarantee you that many women would find that very attractive that you are leading, you've asked her, and then you're the one who then lets the lets the waiter know. Uh, and side note, by the way, gentlemen, women are looking at how you are treating the waitstaff, the assistants at shops, the people who serve you at restaurants and bars. They're wanting to know how you treat people who serve you. It says a lot about you, and they are looking at that very, very carefully. So understand this. And if listen, if you're a jerk to these people, please stop. 
okay? They're human beings. They're valuable. Don't be jerks to them. They're, 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 they're people. I know you wouldn't be, want to treat like that. I don't want to be treated like that. So be kind to them, all right? Now, uh, once again, this night is about her. So you are leading this. Um, you are talking. So obviously, once you've had the drinks menu, you can go back and talk to what you're talking about. But some point in this moment, you're going to be looking at the menu. So you look at the menu, banter, what are you thinking of? What do you want? What do I want? That's all fantastic. And once again, once you've decided, she the waiter comes over, waitress comes over, and you can say, the lady would like this and that. And if you say something wrong, I'm sure she'll correct you. Uh, and then you'll order your thing, the waiter goes. Now, you have now got the rest of the night where between now the food will come, then there may be dessert or dessert may be in another place. But there's a good length of time from when, from this moment to when the night's done for dinner where you can get those topics out that I said to pull out and say and introduce them. Say, hey, look, I know there are some things you, you love and I know, I, you know, I remember these interests and hobbies you've got, um, which I'd love to talk about. I want to know more about you. So what I've done is I've actually got like, 30 questions uh, that I've just put together that I would love to be able to ask actually throughout the night. So we got we, we get to know a little bit about each other. So would you be okay if I ask the questions and then you answer it and I answer it or if I can go first and then you can go second, whichever you're more comfortable with? I think it would be a lot of fun. Most women would love that because it shows that you are prepared and it shows that you want to know more about them. And in the meantime, they get to hear more about you. Now, what I suggest you do here, gentlemen, is when they are answering the questions, listen to the answers and ask follow-up questions. Because again, unless you you know, unless you you you're not listening, to what I'm saying, it shows that you're listening and you care. Once again, and that's the whole point. It's about caring about what she's saying. So listen to her answers and ask follow-up questions. Then move on. It's not about getting through all 30. You, in throughout the night, may only get through 10 or 12 because you guys are laughing and going back and forth and having follow-up questions. And she says to you, what do you mean that's your answer? Explain, tell me a little bit more about this story. And you go on and tell her about this story when you were a kid and this is what happened and this is how it worked out and this is what you did. And that's the whole purpose of these. It's not about getting through all 30. That's right. There's no OCD-ness here. It's about just getting to know them and them getting to know you. Now, gentlemen, I know I don't, I don't need to say this, okay? Well, I shouldn't need to say this next point. But let me say this because I've sat in restaurants and I've seen guys do this. Husbands, boyfriends, people on first dates. And it's sickening, 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 gentlemen. Like seriously. I've seen guys look at other women that walk past their tables, even a sideways glance, while they're sitting with their partner or their date right in front of them. Mm. If that's you that's listening to this, come on, man, do better. Brother, do better. I mean, seriously, you've got this, you got this beautiful soul in front of you and you're looking at another woman. You're looking at another woman. You can't control yourself while you're sitting with this person and you're looking at it. It could be a sideways glance. You think she hasn't seen you. I guarantee you she has seen you. She has felt what you've done. And let me tell you, you've lost a whole stack of value in her eyes from that one thing. Everything you've done is now out the window because you've just disrespected her um, in that night by doing this sideways glance or looking at another woman across the other side of the restaurant. That is wrong. And let me tell you, gentlemen, married men, if you have a boyfriend or – I'm sorry, if you have a girlfriend, uh, uh, that's not on. It's done, okay? Like, stop. It's, it's that, that's the whole point of having a girlfriend or a wife. It means that all other, all other women are no longer an option, so it's done. It's done. So 
I know I, I shouldn't need to say this, but I am saying it because I've seen too much of it. So please be careful of that and stop it. Now, inevitably, she's going to want to go to the bathroom. I don't think I've ever been on a date or or with a partner who's never who's not had to go to a bathroom during a date, during out to dinner, which is totally fine and totally fantastic. Here's what I suggest you do. I suggest that once she walks away, uh, that you keep watch over her as she walks over to the bathroom as best as you can and watch for her to return. Don't just get onto your phone. I know we've got this habit where as soon as someone walks away, it feels a bit awkward that I can just look out around the restaurant, but I pull out my phone and I need to see what's on Instagram, what's on Facebook, what's the latest email, what's the news thing, what's the... Uh, let, let me play a game because I can't not play a game because I'm 12 years old. Like, come on, guys, keep your phone in your pocket. Don't even have it on the table. Keep it in the pocket and just just pick up your drink, have a few sips, wait for her to come back and make eye contact with her as she comes back to the table. Let her know that she, you are watching her, that you are watching her and watching over her to protect her as she makes her way back to the table. This is, again, chivalry. Now, while she's away, if her drink is empty, I suggest you, you call over the waiter and you ask him to refill the drink for her so that she has got a drink there ready ready to go for her um, in this in this moment when she gets back. Amazing. Okay, so there you go. Now, once the dinner is done, you've had the conversation, you've had the dinner, you, you've, you've asked a bunch of questions, she's laughing, you're laughing, you're finding out about each other in a jovial, lighthearted manner. There's a lot of good things happening here. Um, then what I would do is I would suggest you have something planned for after dinner if she wants to do it. There's really only a couple of things you can do. Um, you can either, one, go for a walk, have somewhere planned to go uh, in your city, in your in your region, uh, along a river, along um, along a you know a boardwalk somewhere. Uh, go to follow up drinks at a bar somewhere. Have somewhere planned, whether it's a walking distance or a drive away. Happy for, you know, and, and by that stage, if she's comfortable comfortable with you, and she didn't come in with you to the to the restaurant, then uh, she might hop into your car and you go there. If you can't walk there, um, make it a place where you can talk so it's not so loud, uh, not so crowded as best as you can. Make it a place where you can talk. Make it a place where you can chat and carry on. Maybe carry on with the questions if you haven't gotten through them all. Um, or the third option is you can say, hey, look, if you don't want to do any of those, I'm happy to walk you to your car or take you home. Okay, and um, and generally, generally, gentlemen, that would be a sign. If she says, "Now, nah, look, I really, you know, I really want to go to my car, or I really, you know, would you mind taking me home?" Um, don't be disappointed. Don't act like, "Oh, really? Oh, oh really?" Uh, no. <laughs> Once again, you're being a gentleman. You're a masculine man. You are showing strength of character and strength of values here. So you respectfully say, not a problem at all. Thank you so much for dinner. Let me take you home or let me walk you to the car. And you do that and you have a jovial, nice, respectful conversation on your way home and then you drop her off at home. But gentlemen, generally after dinner, if she doesn't want to go for a walk or do follow-up drinks, like legitimately, unless she has to get up early the next day or really needs to get home for, for whatever reason, um, generally if she doesn't want to do a walk or do follow-up drinks, probably mean it hasn't gone as well as you might have hoped and um you know it just is what it is and um we'll work on what we can do with that later on to see if that's something that that um that if what we're predicting right now is what's actually happened um but if she says she well yep i'd love to go for a walk or i want to do follow-up drinks let's go somewhere um then I would suggest that she's interested in you. She's seen something that she'd like to continue to explore. So don't stuff it up. 
<laughs> okay? Don't stuff it up. You're doing good work up until this point. Don't stuff it up when you go for a walk or when you go for a bar. Don't overdrink. Don't be stupid. Don't get into a fight. Um, be calm. Be respectful the whole way. Okay? Remember, you're there to find out about her. You're there to protect her. You're leading the night and you're leading this encounter. Now, gentlemen, just a little tip for you. And, and look, when I say this, some women may get upset with me. I hope they don't. I think um, at my age, I know a little bit more than someone who's in their 20s. But let me let me help you if you don't know how to read a signal or a spark between you and your lovely lady that you've taken out on a date. Now, if she is touching your arm or your hand constantly or your shoulder, uh, if she play hits you, you know, she, you say something that's a bit funny or a bit cheeky and she hits you on the shoulder, hits you on the hand repeatedly throughout the night, uh, if she then goes for a walk and she's sort of, you know, getting close to you or holds your hand or holds your arm, if she's doing any of those things, then very likely there's a spark there, okay? Very likely there's a spark and she's interested in you. But can I tell you, at this point, what we have, if this happens and you've read this well, some guys just decide that they're going to go in for a kiss at the end of the night because I deserve one. It's going really well. That's what happens next, isn't it? No, no, no. Uh, you are leading the night. You are not a tyrant. You don't take what is not yours. You respectfully... If you feel like there's a spark, if you feel like there's a signal, you respectfully ask. Because if you get it wrong and there wasn't a spark there, but you think there is, then at least with asking her, would you mind if I give you a kiss? In that moment where it's a little bit more intimate, a little bit quieter, would you mind if I give you a kiss? And um, and let her, let her respond. Give her the time to respond. Uh, don't be a creep about it. Then just give her a kiss and let the night go where it may. Okay? Um, now, gentlemen. That may be the end of the night. You've taken her home. I'm just going to assume that you're being respectful, <laughs> okay? I'm not going to go on any further from there. But let me tell you what happens. You drop her home. You then get home. Now, when you get home, not the next day, when you get home, always, always, always text her. If you're not the one that dropped her home, um, and if you are, text her either way, and you either say in that text, hey, I hope you got home safe, and then you say, I had a great night. I hope you had a great night too. Um, I'd really like to do this again soon. Let her respond. Be kind. Don't try to lock anything in. Just let her respond. She might say thank you. She might say I hated the date completely. I was couldn't wait. Couldn't wait to get away from you. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, and then just say great. Have a good night. Um, sweet dreams. Whatever you need to say there. Finish the conversation. Now the next day, late afternoon, early afternoon, somewhere later in the day. I would text again and say something like, I've been thinking about our date and how amazing it was. I'd really love to do this again. Let me know if let me know if you would like to and which night you're free in the coming week or so. And we can lock it in. Now, what you're doing is you you're leading. She sees that you're what your intentions are and you're following up on your intentions. You're being a man, a masculine man. You are letting her know that it went really well as far as you're concerned and that you'd like to see her again and you're giving her the option to say yes or no or um, and to say yes, I'm free on these dates. You're giving her all of the options. It's nice and open. Now, let me repeat that text again. I said, you can say, I've been thinking about our date and how amazing it was. 
I'd really love to do it again. If you, I'd really love to do it again. Let me know what night is free for you in the coming week or so, and we can lock it in. She can then come back and say, "Hey, look, I really appreciate it. I did, I did enjoy the night, but I don't think there's any spark there. I don't think there's any chemistry, and I'd like to leave it here." Then you respond with, "Okay, look, that's really sad to hear, but I respect that, and I appreciate the honesty and openness. Thank you so much. I hope it all goes well. I hope life is well for you, or I hope this next week is great for you." Uh, that shows again who you are as a man. Now, if she re- if she replies with um, what we hope she would reply with, which is yes, I'd love to do this. Um, you know that would be wonderful. I'm free next Thursday night. Actually, I've got a big week, but I'm free on Thursday night. Then you would then go on and say, okay, great. Look, let me book something, and I'll get back to you. Then you go through this journey again of what I've just said in the last 30 minutes, (laughs) all right? Put it all together again. Now, gentlemen, I'm telling you all of this to help you get to a place where you as a masculine man can lead and and, uh, set the night up to show that you respect and honor this woman that you've asked out on a date. She is your guest for the night, so treat her like royalty. Uh, and let her. she gets to know that she can then be in her feminine while you're on your masculine. She can enjoy the night, not have to worry about anything. I'm sure we've all seen the memes <laughs> where a woman walks off, walks around in the shopping center while the husband's lying. He knows where the exits are. He knows where the car is. He knows where the shop is. He knows where the toilets are. He knows where everything is. And she's just walking around like, la, 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 la. I'm enjoying life. Oh, look at those shoes. La, la, la. That's what it needs to be like. At work, she might be making all these decisions, but when she's with her man, she's safe, she's calm, she's at peace, she feels like someone's leading her and got her best interests at heart, okay? So they're all important with uh, being on a date and getting taking a girl on a date. Let me give you some what not to do's. Here are some tips on what not to do. I'm going to give you the top three of what not to do or what sort of person you should not be like, okay? Here's number one. Uh, be careful of the micro tears in trust or another word could be unreliability. But the micro tears in trust that you could do uh, in a relationship, especially budding one, and even for men who have been in relationships for many years, what I mean by that is being late consistently without good reason or an apology, uh, saying things like, I'll call you this weekend, but you don't. Um, not doing what you say you will do, okay? These these are things called, I call them micro tears in trust, which shows that you're unreliable. It shows that I can't trust your word. And you might think like being five minutes late consistently uh, is only just five minutes. It's only five minutes. It was the traffic. It's only five minutes. No, my friend, no. What you are saying, especially husbands, like if, if you say, yeah, I'll take the bin out and I'll take the bin out in a couple of minutes just after this episode. Or just after this game, or just after this, me scrolling on Instagram for three hours, uh, and you don't do it, after the once, twice, 18th, 25th, 137th, 428th time, somewhere in there, your partner's going to go, I can't even trust him to take the bin out when he says he will. I can't even trust him to do the things he says he's going to do. How can I trust him with our life? Now, she may not verbalize that, some of them do. Uh, internally or externally, but I guarantee you there's an internal mechanism that's starting to think that there are micro tears in trust and trust is the foundation of a relationship. So you want to be very, very careful with that. I'm not saying you got to be perfect. I'm saying you got to be very, very careful with that, gentlemen. So micro tears in trust, be careful. Number two of what not to do, don't overpromise and underdeliver. Oh my goodness! Well, you let your mouth run off, and you're so loftier than than anything about well, all the things you can do and achieve and done and and yada yada. No, no, be humble in who you are. 
under-promise and over-deliver. That's what you want to do. Don't over-promise. Be humble in who you are and let your actions show who you are. Okay? And that takes me to number three. Make sure that you don't walk the talk. Like this is the thing you don't want to do. Don't walk the talk. Ensure that you actually walk your talk so your words line up with your actions. Um, if your words don't line up with your actions and your walk doesn't match your talk, that's a huge character flaw, gentlemen. And you really, really need to work on that ASAP, okay? That is a huge, huge character flaw and you really need to work on that ASAP. So uh, those things, again, that you don't want to do is micro tears in trust, over-promising, under-delivering, and not walking your talk. They're very important. Now, let me recap before I go about the things that you need to do when when learning how to date like a masculine man. Now, these four things. These are just a summary. Prepare by asking questions and getting to know her. Take notes. Take notes. Uh, memorize these notes. Get to know the person well. Number three, plan the date and be thoughtful and chivalrous and kind. Plan the date, be thoughtful, chivalrous, and kind. And number four, follow up with a text as soon as you get home. Let her know how the night was and then follow up the next day. Gentlemen, I know that together we can turn back this tide of man-child dating, I call it now. Man-child dating that's happening out there. Sliding into DMs, not making intentions known, being this sort of half half committed half i'm out there oh if you're there i'll be there if you're there i'll be there okay i'll find out where she is because we're out in the town and oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna instagram her and see where she's at oh yeah you're there okay well i'll meet you down there <laughs> no 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 be a man about it don't be a man child okay gentlemen come on guys we can turn the tide let's learn how to date like a masculine man <laughs> It's good to have you on this episode. Thank you for listening all the way through. Uh, please send this to people that you think need to hear it, that will learn from it, that can become better men from it. Um, send it to them. And uh, I appreciate you doing so. For those who don't know, we're actually in about 27 countries now with thousands of people listening uh, each episode. So it's a wonderful joy. Thank you so much for sharing it. And thank you so much for getting it out there. Much love to you all. Papa G signing out. See you on the next episode. <laughs>